worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the to begin with in the book of Psalms, Psalm 100, beginning at verse 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Father, thank you once again for the privilege, the honor, the blessing it is for us to know you, to be a part of your family, to be your servants, to be a part of the army of God, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the opportunity that we have of being able to share the gospel and make disciples. And what a privilege and a blessing it is for us to be able to disciple our own children, our grandchildren as well, and loved ones. Anoint us afresh with the spirit of wisdom and grace to be very effective at doing that daily. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer, and he's going to lead us in prayer at this time as well. Father, we join our sister Hannah from the Old Testament who said, There is no one holy like you. Indeed, there's no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our rock. What a hope we have in you today. We lean on you. You are our strong foundation. You are the, the mighty right arm. What a hope we live for you today. We want to bring honor to you today, and we cling to you today, Father. We depend on you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you for being a part of our listening family. And today on the broadcast, we're honored to have with us once again uh, Maria, who's mom, Maria, and her two children, Sophia and Carlos. And Savannah's in the background as well. Maria, how are you today? How are you doing? Farewell. Farewell. We're honored to have you all back again. And of course, Sophia and Carlos uh, did a wonderful job of participating in our uh, project, our Ten Commandments project, speech project, specifically dealing with the commandment, you shall not murder. And they did great jobs with their speeches. So we're honored to have you all back with us once again. And uh, Maria, remind me again what the children's ages are. Uh, Savannah is nine months old. Okay. Uh, Carlos is seven years old, and Sophia is nine years old. All right. And so, again, as I mentioned, did a wonderful job with their speeches, and we're glad to have you all on today as we're talking uh, specifically about faithfully discipling our children. So we're grateful to have you on. And uh, as we get started, uh, I would mention uh, that you did a wonderful job of guiding and coaching them and preparing their speeches. And so, again, we were grateful to have them on. I'm going to ask as we start, Maria, would you pray for parents today and pray for children of parents as well? Would you pray for them as we begin the broadcast? Sure. Lord Jesus, I come before you, and Lord, I, I give you um, all the children and all the parents, Lord, uh, you see what we cannot see, and I just ask, Lord, that you will guide um, parents uh, in 
the job of raising their children in the ways of the Lord God, so that they will not depart from Him. And I also pray, Lord, that you will guide the hearts of the children, that they would um, want to know you, God, and that, um, yeah, Lord, that you would just um, draw them closer to you. In your name I pray, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we were grateful to have you all to come back on. And today, Carlos and Sophia both were going to do some Bible reading for us. And, you know, something that I pretty regularly try to emphasize on the broadcast, it's so wise for parents to have their children to read the Word of God every single day for them. So we're grateful to have Carlos and Sophia to be able to come on and share with us today. So we're going to talk to Carlos first. Uh, Carlos, how are you doing today? All right. Well, great to have you once again. And uh, Carlos, you are going to share with us the scripture, uh, John 3.16. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Please go right ahead, okay? Okay. For God so loved the world, for he gave his only son, for those who believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. All right, Carlos, you're an excellent reader. Thank you for sharing that. And Carlos, we're going to take a moment. We wanted to listen one more time to you, the great speech that you shared with, about the commandment, you shall not murder. We're going to listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back, and you're going to pray for us. So we're going to listen to your speech now. Carlos, and I'm seven years old, and I want to talk about Proverbs 31.8. And in Proverbs 31.8, it says, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Like my baby sister, she cannot speak for herself. She can't say in the belly or out of the belly, I don't want you to kill me. Please don't kill me. And you can kill with a gun. And you can also kill with a sword, but you can also kill with an abortion. And I don't know what I'll do without my baby sister. If, if my mom did an abortion on my baby sister, then I would be really sad. All right, Carlos. Excellent speech, Carlos. You're a very good speech maker. We appreciate that. All right. Carlos, you were going to pray for whatever's on your heart. You were going to pray for us at this time. Okay. I pray that today, whoever's listening to this podcast today, will be safe in God's hands and not get hurt and um will be um um I uh, and that God will speak to them today. Amen. 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 Thank you, Carlos. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being with us today once again. And next, we're going to talk to Sophia. Sophia, how are you today? 
great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Very, very, very honored to have your mom and you and Carlos and Savannah once again. And so, Sophia, thank you for taking the time. You were going to read a number of scriptures for us, so I'm going to ask if you'll start us off. I think you wanted to share one of your favorite scriptures, um, Psalm 23. Can you start us off with that one? Yes, sir. Um, okay. Psalm 23, a psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the, even though I walk through the valley, I will the, to the darkest valley. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod, your rod, and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sophia. You're an excellent reader as well. And, Sophia, we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to your speech, too. Uh, The speech you shared for the Ten Commandments Project did a great job on it. We're going to listen to it, and we're going to come back and talk to you some more, okay? Okay. Hi, my name is Sophia, and I'm nine years old, and this is my sister, Savannah. I want to talk about abortion. Some doctors say that the baby is just a little dog, but in real life, it's an alive baby. In Exodus 20, it says, Thou shalt not murder, and the Bible tells us how to live. Also, even if you already were abused or had sex before marriage, you should still have the baby. And give it up for adoption or give it to somebody you trust, or you could keep the baby. And the family probably will be sad that they didn't get to have a new family member. And even if you already um, had um, abortion. I just want to tell you uh, something that could make you happier. In the Bible, there was a woman who did bad things, and everybody was about to throw rocks at her. But Jesus said, "Only if you have sin, not sinned, then you can throw rocks." But everybody has sinned, so. No one could throw rocks. And then Jesus said to her, go sin no more. So I say to you today, sin no more. And know that God will forgive you if you act sin. And also, um, this is my baby sister. And um, babies could also have a purpose in this world. And if you did abortion, then they wouldn't get to have a purpose in this world. They didn't get to fulfill it. 
and yeah, and this is my sister, and I don't know what I could do without her. So I'm glad that my mom didn't do abortion with her, because she's so adorable. Well, thank you for listening to my point of view. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Beautiful speech by Sophia. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sophia, again for that beautiful speech. Sophia, you are going to pray for children that may be listening today, for them, their salvation, and for the Lord to bless them. Would you pray for the children now? Yes. Um, God, thank you for um, all the children in this world. Thank you for their parents, and thank you that their parents are teaching them um, good and teaching them that they have to love God. And um, God, I pray that if any kids are listening, my age or younger or older, any kids, um, I just hope that you speak to the kids who you want to speak to and that um, you speak to a bunch of kids and that you, um, um, and I hope that it encourages a lot of kids to do what I'm doing in reading scripture. And I just pray that all the kids will grow up to love God and and, be, and become a Christian. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Sophia. Thank you so much for taking the time to pray as well, too. Uh, you were going to read Psalm 1 for us as well? Yes. And, and we're a little close, coming up to break. If we miss... If I tell you what, we're coming up on a break, Sophia, and so we'll let you read it on the other side of the break then. So, but our phone guests today are Maria, who's the mom of three little little people, uh, Sophia, Carlos, and Savannah. And so Sophia and Carlos are sharing scripture with us today, and so we're grateful to have them on. Father, thank you, Lord, for Maria, Carlos, and Sophia, and Savannah, and thank you for the opportunity for them to encourage other parents and children to get into your word every single day. Stir us all to become much more faithful students of your word who read your word daily and who are both hearers and doers of your word as well. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. We'll be right back. Music of Planet Shakers with 
only way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and eternal salvation. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our phone guests today are Maria, Sophia, Carlos, and Savannah. And Maria is the mom of these three little ones, and they have uh, participated in our Ten Commandments project some months ago, did a great, great job, and we're grateful for that. Um, Sophia, so you're going to go ahead and read Psalm 1 for us, correct? Yes. All right, go right ahead. Psalm 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on law day and night. That that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields yields an its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so that, not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment. No sinners in the assembly of the righteousness, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteousness, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sophia. Again, you're an excellent reader. Thank you so much for reading that. Now, Sophia, now, I think you said one of your hobbies is you like to sing and worship the Lord. Is that right? Yes. All right. Were you going to sing maybe one or two verses of the song about Genesis 1 for us today? Um, yes. Okay. I love you. Okay, please, please go ahead and sing that for us, okay? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was on the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God lighted the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. All right, that was great. That was great. A portion of re, uh, singing uh, Genesis chapter 1. And so I appreciate you taking the time to sing that, Sophia. And you are also going to read Genesis chapter 1 for us, right? Yes. All right, please go right ahead with Genesis chapter 1, read by Sophia. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. And God said, Let there be light, and there is light. God saw the light that was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, and that was vault between the waters. To separate the 
water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathering of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seeds bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seeds in it, according to their various kinds, and it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed, according to the kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed and the, according to their kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them serve as signs to spare times, the days and years. And let them be light in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, and it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give the light on earth, to separate the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning (sighs) the fourth day. And God said, let the waters teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the waters teem and that moves up, up about in it according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number and fill the waters in the sea. And let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures, that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kind, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our own image, in our likeness, so they may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over the livestock, and all the wild animals. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God created he them. Male and female created he created them. <coughs> God blessed 
them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit will feed in it. There, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw that he made and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. All Thus right, Sophia. Heaven. That's fine. Thank you, Sophia. That was all of Genesis chapter 1, and you're an excellent reader. Sophia, tell me again, how, do, how old did you say you are? I am nine. You sure you're nine? You read like you're 18 years old. You sure you're nine years old? Yes, sir. All right. Well, you and Carlos read like your teenagers. You all are very, very good readers. So thank you so much again for reading. Sophia, tell me this. Why do you think it's important for children and young people to read their Bibles every day? Why would you say it's important for them to read their Bibles every day? I think it's important to read your Bible every day because it's um, really good. God, some people um, get speaks. God speaks to some people by um, reading the Bible, but um, also the Bible is um, has um, a very strong word in it. So if you read it, you can learn more things and um, learn about God, learn that He loves you, what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, um, mm. what forgiveness is, what love is, and what... All these things are, um, like the some of the Psalms are praising God. You can know some ways to praise God. And just, I think um, the Bible is just um, a really good place to start mm. um, to become a Christian. Well, Sophia, I appreciate you sharing your wisdom along that line because, you know, there's nothing better for young people and, and children and for grown folks to, to read every day than God's precious and powerful word. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your encouragement. And, and for time reasons, Sophia, again, want to say thank you again so much for reading. If we had more time, we probably would have you read more. But thank you again for taking the time to read the Word of God for us today. I really appreciate that. So, Maria, before our time ends, before you all have to go, wanted to ask you one more time, um, what encouragement would you share with parents that might be listening about the need for us to make discipling our children just a big priority for all of us? What would you say to encourage them? Well, I would say, uh, you know, start small. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything um, to, uh, sometimes, you know, we make these huge plans and it really can start really simple, like, uh, listening to the verse of the day in the U version, the Bible app, and they even have a children's, um, you know, Bible verse 
there and a little video and you can just listen. It takes like two minutes and you can talk about it with your kids. And uh, what I do just for Bible literacy, I have the kids, um, once we hear the verse of the day, we, we take turns. So one day Sophia will find it in the Bible and then the next day Carlos will find the verse of the day in the Bible. And that helps them start getting familiar with, you know, uh, how to find scripture in the Bible and um, and so little things like that, I would say, go a long way. Uh, consistency is the main thing. So you don't have to do, uh, I mean, if you have the time, you, you can do uh, devotionals and all those kinds of things. But for busy families, I would say it's just being consistent and doing it every day, just even if it's just a verse of the day. And let's just try to memorize it or let's find a song in, you know, online to see if we can memorize this verse. There's so many songs and um, but I will also say that also just praying that uh, daily that the Lord will uh, help you model because modeling is the, the most important thing. I feel like our children are watching us all the time. Mm-hmm. So if they see us reaching for the Bible or, you know, if they wake up early in the morning and they go to my room and they see that I, I'm reading the Bible and I'm praying that, they, they see those things. So if I'm frustrated and they see that, I say, oh, you know, God, I need your help right now. I'm frustrated. And just for them to see that I cry out to God when, I'm, when I need him and, and when I'm happy, I thank him. And just, yeah, modeling, I think it's a, it's a big thing because they, they're copying mom and dad all the time. And so if they see us, you know, um, looking for God, praying to him and, and, and those kinds of things, then I, I think that, you know, this, this is a great way to disciple your children. That's and good. Yeah. So. Mm. Well, Maria, thank you so much again for being on once again with uh, Sophia and Carlos and Savannah. And thank you for the good role model that you are to encourage other parents as well as their children as well. And we really appreciate you being with us. Father, thank you for Maria. Thank you for Sophia, for Carlos, for Savannah. Thank you for the honor of having them on the broadcast once again. Thank you for the privilege you give all of us as parents of making discipling our children and our grandchildren and discipling young people the priority you'd have us to have it to be. Father, anoint us afresh with the spirit of wisdom and grace. Help us to be very effective and faithful and help us to make it the high priority you're calling every parent to make it the priority of helping our children to come to know Christ and then doing our part to help them to grow up in their faith. Thank you for the opportunity to teach them and to guide them in becoming students of the Word of God who read the Bible every day. Thank you for the opportunity to teach them to pray and to model a life of prayer before them. And thank you for the privilege of teaching them how to live out your Word, to walk in the wisdom of your Word that we receive each and every day. And Father, for every single person listening, set us on fire afresh with your Holy Spirit with a new passion and commitment to daily seek you as a family in the Word of God, seek you in prayer, and to seek to follow you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Maria, Sophia, and Carlos, and Savannah, thank you all so much, and you all be blessed. We appreciate you being with us today, okay? Thank you. All right. We'll be right back.
Dancing Oyakan with the song Amazing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Again, the first two segments we were privileged to have with us once again uh, Maria, who's the mom of three uh, precious little people. Uh, again, Sophia, Carlos, and Savannah. And uh, again, Carlos and Sophia both participated and did a great job in our Ten Commandments. Uh, Project uh, speech contest earlier in the year, and again, were wonderful participants, and you had the chance to hear once again their beautiful speeches as well. And for the balance of the broadcast, I want to share with you specifically from some articles we've written on this same topic that deals with discipling our children. And you may notice that pretty regularly we address the issue of children, you know, discipling our children and our youth on the broadcast here, and let, let me explain one of the reasons why that's so important. The reality is that uh, the kingdom of darkness is competing for our children. They're trying to reach our children and to swallow them alive in the inside the belly of the kingdom of darkness. And the reality is it's so important for us as parents and as Christians that we realize that our children are precious, they're important to us, and they've simply been entrusted to us by the Lord. And it's our calling and our responsibility to do our part to help them to come to know Christ and then to help them to grow up in their faith as well. And remember, one of the needs in our culture is for us to recognize that just as we as adult Christians really are wise to function with a, a war, a kingdom warrior mentality, parents, we're wise to help teach our children to do the same thing. Why? because they have to go out, go out on the same battlefield every day that you and I as adults have to go out on. So it's important that we are helping to equip them to become the warriors God would have them to be. So this time I want to take time specifically. I'm going to share the articles. Remember, one of my goals is that you would email us to get a, get a copy 
of the articles because they are reference tools we want you to have to be able to use as well as share and pass on to others as well. So this first article is simply entitled, Children Who Read the Word of God. Psalm 119 verse 105 tells us, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And then 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 13 tells us, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. And then Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Again, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And then finally, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. Many parents have never encouraged their children to read the Word of God out loud. It simply hasn't been a priority for so many. Christian parents often take their children to Sunday school and church, and that's a good thing. That's a great thing, and that's something we should do. But sadly, having children to read the Word of God out loud to them every day, along with taking them to church. For too many parents, that just hasn't been a priority. Allow me to make a case for why it would be very wise to change this reality. Consider this important question and the answers to it. What happens when a child reads the Word of God? What takes place in the life of a young person who is faithfully taking time to read God's Word every day? Number one, that child is spending time with Jesus. He or she is spending time interacting with Jesus as they take time to read his precious word. The child is spending time listening to the wisdom, grace, power, and insight of the creator of the universe. Consider John chapter 1 verse 1, John chapter 6 verse 63, and Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. What more productive activity could your child possibly be doing? Number two, that young person is receiving the most powerful, life-changing, uplifting insight In all of the universe, the transforming power of the Word of God is working on the mind and the heart of this young person. The Word of God is impacting this youth in many very fruitful ways. Again, Romans 12, 1 and 2, Proverbs chapter 1 and Proverbs chapter 2. And number three, this youth, this young person is spending time in the presence of Christ and God. When any person spends time in the presence of God, he or she will not be the same on the other side. Of that time. Again, John chapter 1, verse 1. Researchers in the Center for Bible Engagement found some interesting insights about the importance of and place of reading Scripture in the life of a believer. According to their research, the life of someone who engages and spends time in Scriptures significantly four or more times a week looks radically different from the life of someone who does not. 
They discover that the, that the lives of believers who do not engage the Bible most days of the week, three days or less, are statistically the same as the lives of unbelievers. Spending time reading and meditating on Scripture daily is much more important than so many really grasp. So, parents, if you begin the family habit of having your children read the Word of God out loud to you daily, great things can begin to happen in the heart and the spirit of your child. Again, why is it important for your child to read out loud to you, the parent? Because you know for sure that he or she has spent that time reading the Word of God. Sometimes a parent may tell a child, go read your Bible. Maybe the child will, and maybe he or she may not. Our children are human beings, and as much as we like to think our children do what we tell them, that just is not always what happens. When we make time each day to have them read the Word of God out loud to you, you can know this for a fact. You know that they have spent time reading the Word of God on that day. Children and youth today are filling their minds with something. Sadly, too often, it's been darkness, toxic information, and wicked worldly thinking and perspectives. Too many youths have filled their minds with pornography, online garbage, demonic insights from dark movies and TV shows, horror movies, etc. And too many youths spend hours playing dark video games and doing things online that are very negative to them spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and otherwise. Remember this, the blessed word of God is pure light. There's absolutely nothing better for your children spiritually, mentally, and emotionally than the powerful word of God. We're told in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that comes from the mouth of God. The word of God heals all the ills of life. It's pregnant with the ability to bless us. The transforming power of God's word is undeniable. It is powerful and it's mighty in every way for good. Beginning the habit of having your child read God's word out loud daily is very fruitful. It's a great way to help focus the power of God's word onto and into the lives of our children. Today is a great day to start this family discipleship goal with your children. It will help it it will help to produce eternal fruit in their lives. Again, the title of this article is Children Who Read the Word of God. And again, I'm encouraging you, please email us and get a copy of the article because, again, I want to encourage you to ha- keep a copy for yourself, but also forward it to other parents that you may know, uh, fellow parents that are part of the same church fellowship that you're a part of, or maybe relatives who have children or grandchildren. But the reality is, Your average Christian parent needs a lot of help and encouragement when it comes to faithfully discipling their children. And a big part of that and a very important aspect of that is having them daily to read God's Word out loud to them. So again, the title of the article, Children Who Read the Word of God. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us to get a copy of this article, Children Who Read the Word of God, and a few other articles that we have specifically that are for the purpose of encouraging parents in the discipleship of their children. Ask for all four articles that are available, and we're glad to share them with you. Once again, my my email, joseph at afr.net. Father, thank you once again for the privilege, the opportunity we as Christians have of being able to be involved in the wonderful and joyful work 
of making disciples. And what a privilege and an honor it is specifically to be able to disciple and help our own children and our grandchildren to come to know Christ and then to help them to grow up. Father, help us to recognize that in the midst of a very busy world with many things going on, the high priority of our lives is Jesus and knowing him and walking with him. Help us, Lord, to live like we really believe that Jesus is the high priority of our life. Help us to disciple our children so that we rely in such a way that we help them to come to realize that Jesus is the high priority of our lives and our relationship to him is the high priority of our lives as well. Help us to be diligently about the work of discipling them, helping them to read the word daily, and helping them to live the word daily as well. What a privilege, what an honor. Anoint us afresh with the spirit of wisdom and grace to be very, wisdom and grace to be very effective and fruitful at doing just that. More so with every passing day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you desire to make the step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, if you desire to be saved and want to give your heart to the Lord today, today is a great day to make that step. Would you simply pray this prayer and fully commit your heart to the Lord as you do at this time with us? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Become my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you would have me to be. You told us in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to connect with you, to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us and let us know that you prayed that prayer and committed your life to the Lord. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you and encourage you in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely are hoping to hear from you. Once again, the email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's the same email if you'd like to get a copy of the article that we shared Children Who Read the Word of God or any of the other children's discipleship articles we've shared that are on the AFA stand as well. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. We're glad to share them with you. We encourage you, email us. Please get copies to take and use and share with others as well. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.